I'm Andrew Green with this edition of Flick Pick. This past weekend, I saw The Last Voyage of the Demeter at Celebration Cinema in Benton Harbor. The Last Voyage of the Demeter, or is it the Demeter, is a Dracula-related movie. You see, in Bram Stoker's Dracula, the character of Dracula, sort of at the beginning, has himself shipped to England from Romania. It's been many years since I read Dracula the novel, so I can't remember how big of a part of the novel this was, but this movie asks the question, would if Dracula got out of the cargo crate while on the way and attacked the crew of the ship? So this movie is kind of an interesting take on Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's a what-if scenario. What if, instead of arriving in England, as had been the plan, Dracula terrorized the members of the crew on this ship. And I have to say, although this movie is a bit schlocky, I really did enjoy it. The Last Voyage of the Demeter has not gotten very good reviews, and it certainly hasn't done well at the box office, but I found this to be an entertaining film. It stars Corey Hawkins as Clemens, the ship doctor, who has to kind of figure out what's going on as things on this voyage get stranger and stranger, and more crew members keep getting killed. Playing the captain is Liam Cunningham, and appearing as the first mate of this ship is my new favorite actor, David Dasmelchian. I must have seen him in like six movies this year, so I'm glad he keeps working and he's good in this film. He plays Wojciech, a gruff and tough-as-nails first mate, who doesn't get along so well with Corey Hawkins' Clemens at first, but eventually they have to work together to deal with this monster. And 90% of this film does take place on this ship. It's a relatively cramped environment, as the ship isn't exactly huge, and there aren't a lot of crew members. So when Dracula escapes from his crate and starts killing people off, he does it piecemeal, like one each night. That's because he's rationing them until he can get to England. I think the best thing this film has going for it is the fact that the crew members don't know what they're dealing with. I mean, it's not like Dracula is well known in this story. And at first, when crew members start getting killed, no one has any idea why. They wonder if maybe the ship's dog has gotten rabies or something. And even once they figure out there's some kind of strange evil force on the ship killing them, they don't know how to deal with it. I mean, they have no idea that stabbing a vampire in the heart with a wooden stake is the main way to kill it. They do eventually figure out that sunlight probably harms this force, but by then it's too late. They just aren't equipped to handle something like this. One character on board, who I'll just call a stowaway, although that's not really what she is, does eventually tell them a few things about Dracula, but it's really not enough to help. By the way, I'll mention that when this character says Dracula's name, the movie gives us a very subtle little musical sting. Just like a little bomb. And that's what I referred to when I said aspects of this movie are a bit schlocky. Like, sometimes it tries just a little too hard to create a sinister atmosphere. But anyway, as I alluded to, the performances here are all good. Liam Cunningham stands out as the captain. We watch him try to work his way through several moral questions as the movie continues, and there are some emotional moments for him due to what happens to one of the characters. Captain Elliot is trying to be a good captain, and he understands the motivations of his men, but he's also got to be a good captain and keep everyone alive. Corey Hawkins is a capable lead as Clemens. He's the smartest person aboard this ship, excepting maybe the captain, and he has to stand up to all the superstitions of the other crew members. And the movie looks good. They're on this ship in the ocean in the middle of giant storms, and the effects all work quite well. This all feels like a large-budgeted film, although looking at Wikipedia, I see the budget was $45 million, which by today's standards is pretty modest. Now, I'll say my biggest complaint about this film is with Dracula himself. Dracula in this movie is not like the stereotypical Dracula that you'll think of. This isn't Bela Lugosi's Dracula. This is almost more like the vampires from 30 Days of Night. Dracula in this movie acts more like an animal or some kind of evil monster, like a beast. He doesn't have any dialogue, really, until the very end, and he's not suave or cool or anything. He looks kind of like Nosferatu, and he definitely has more animal-like qualities. I mean, he even has wings toward the end of the film as though he's a giant bat. So while I do think this was an interesting idea, it doesn't quite work as well for me as if Dracula had been a little more suave and charming. Instead, the 
the characters in this film might as well be dealing with a rampaging bear aboard the ship. I did like how the film ends. It has a bit of a downer ending. Although I will say this movie does something that I never like in a film, where it gives us an opening scene in one location and we see a bunch of action. Then everything goes dark and it says, six weeks earlier, and then the actual story proper begins. I've never liked that framing device and it kind of spoils things to put the end of the movie at the start of the movie, you know? But really, apart from those complaints, I like sitting there and watching this new take on the Dracula story. It's a new spin on it. Is this movie scary? Well, no, not really, but it is entertaining. And I'm a little disappointed that the film is bombed because I tend to like just about anything Dracula related. Hey, if you're the same way, go and check out The Last Voyage of the Demeter. It's a decent enough sit. I give The Last Voyage of the Demeter a 3 out of 5 for this edition of Flick.